Welcome to Making Nerds Cringe with Matt and Thad. And we're a podcast where we retell comics' greatest stories. Oh, wait. That was my cue? Yeah, wake up. Here. Can we... (laughs) Fuck it. Keep it. Yeah. Poorly. Yep. There we go. That's what we do. (laughs) So, Matt, let's uh, touch on what we've been watching this week. I recently got HBO Max, and I've been kind of watching a few shows off of it like things that I thought I would like and, yeah. and I don't know yet and things that I didn't think I would like and I kind of like. So let's start with you, Matt. What did you watch this week? Well, something that I was just kind of talking about and you got this idea. Um, <laughs> Peacemaker, yeah. right? Yes. And I know I'm a little late to the to the crowd here and to the party. Uh, fashionably late, have you. But... Peacemaker is really good. I'm not all the way through it. We've been kind of plowing through it when we get a chance. Got yeah. a couple of kids, do sports and stuff like that. So the wife and I have been watching it together. She's not super impressed. Actually, she could care less. But uh, right, I like it, dude. It shows a big depth, um, like multiple layers of the Peacemaker. Yeah. And it shows that he's not just this one-dimensional killing machine like Suicide Squad kind of portrayed him to be. He's actually super complex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It No, he is, for real. Like, you have to watch the show, and if you're not going to watch right. the show, like, the first couple episodes, you don't really get that. And then as it gets deeper, and then when Vigilante makes an appearance, the dude is immediately, I, I don't know if he's portrayed that way in the comics, but he's immediately, like, one of my favorite characters. The actor did a great job. That's cool. Yeah. So, been been watching that. Okay, well, I'll tell you what happened with me and Peacemaker. Me and Myra, we turned it on one night. As soon as I got HBO Max, it's like, I got to watch Peacemaker. Yep. We sat through 30 minutes of the first episode. Yep. And then after that, Myra said, shut this shit off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to give it a whole episode, but I wasn't too impressed myself. The first episode is kind of like, it's a toe dip. It's kind of to get you prepared for what you're going to see throughout all the episodes, but not the only thing. Like, the first episode, it seems like that's the only thing you see, like that, the way he's portrayed. Yeah. But you come to find out a lot more about him, like when it starts int- introducing his father, and the there's a dark past, a history, and then he's actually... There's a lot of depth to the character. I'd say you have to give it three episodes by the third episode you're in. Okay. This week, three episodes. That's what I'll do. And I I will get through three. (laughs) Okay. I'm being honest. I felt the same way about Scarlet Witch and Vision. WandaVision. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. I just... I wasn't, like, bored. I was just like, where the hell are they going with this? This is just, like, a bunch of, like, 50s, 60s montage. Right. You know, it's it, the first episode was in black and white. And I'm like, come on, spare me, dude. This is 2022. If I want to watch something in black and white, I'd fire up the old tube right. TV. And, <laughs> I God, I mean, well, spare me with the black and white shit. I wasn't too intrigued by the first couple episodes with WandaVision either. You didn't know what the hell. But by three... Right, they started kind of cracking through there, and the real story surfaced. Yeah, I think if you were watching this episode to episode and not knowing much about Peacemaker, where WandaVision, everybody already kind of knew Scarlet, and yeah. you know they, they knew Vision because of all the movies, so I think people hung on for the fact of, like, it's got to get better, where Peacemaker has had very limited exposure to the general audience. Right. So now that the whole season's out, it's like, Okay, so we plowed through like the first two episodes the first night we watched it, and that's when I was like, okay, I see that there's a direction and a little bit more depth than what was in the first episode. And then by the third episode, you're going, okay, I want to see more. Um, And it's fantastic, I'll be honest. Okay, we're kind of crossed on that one, but hey. We balance each other out. That's right. I will give it three episodes this week. Three. Okay. You got to at least see some Vigilante. He's my my favorite. He's my hero. (laughs) 
I have been watching a show called Raised by Wolves. It's a sci-fi drama. Okay. I've um, not even heard that. Check it out. You got HBO Max. The first episode will blow your mind. Um, it comes off as kind of corny because the whole premise of the show is there was a war on Earth against atheists and Christians. And the atheists... And the Christians both had androids fighting each other. Okay, they used them as weapons, right? Okay. And some of the atheists got the hardcore androids, reprogrammed one of them, turned this android female into a nurturing mother figure. And and he took 12 embryos and took the mother and what they call the father and sent them to a far off planet to raise these embryos. <laughs> what the hell are it you talking about? Crazy man. Yeah, it is. And you're dogging out the peacemaker. <laughs> no, the first episode really draws you in like spoiler alert. Everybody fucking dies in the first episode. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what it, it is. <laughs> It's who, amazing, though. Who kills off everybody in the first episode? This guy's like, hold hold my beer. I got you. <laughs> anyway, I recommend it for sci-fi freaks like me. It's okay. way off the wall. You got to give that one episode. Okay. No, I will. I, I'm yeah. into anything. Like, I think I'm more open-minded than... Just watch the first episode of Raised by Wolves. Um, I'm... I th- what I was going to say is I'm more open-minded than like 95% of the people that watch anything. And so I think that's why I get enjoyment and I can find enjoyment out of a lot of different things. I I also have a show that I've been picking away at. What's that? I don't get a chance to watch it much because this is one my wife won't watch with me and I can't watch with my youngest. Yeah. Hit Monkey. Oh, geez. Okay. It's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> It is fucking awesome. I agree. I agree. I love Hit Monkey. Me and Myra fired up Hit Monkey on Hulu. I think I was telling you guys about that. I was yeah. like, dude, if you haven't seen it, right? <laughs> like this was like a while ago because I don't get a chance to watch it much, but Well, I'll tell you a quick story on Hit Monkey. Please. Okay, it was me, Myra, and her boyfriend. We turned on Hit Monkey first episode. Me and her boyfriend were like, This shit is awesome. Myra was like, shut this shit off. Yeah, okay, and then she says that about Peacemaker. Okay, you should check your source. All right, you should check your source. I, I want to get back to Hit Monkey. The thing is, it's Archer meets Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I, for real, and I'm a huge Archer fan. Like, I have, yeah. like, multiple seasons on DVD. I sit down late at night. I watch it. You know what I mean? Like, it's another one I can't really watch with... The family up and stuff. Wife refuses to watch that shit. But <laughs> it, I, it must be a male thing. Hit monkey. Hit monkey <laughs> is good, and the guy literally has the same exact humor as like Archer. You've seen much of Archer? Or I no? haven't seen it. Uh-uh. It's if I played Archer for you, you'd be like, "Yep." It's like I don't know the voice actors in either, but um, Hit Monkey's newer, and Archer's been out for a long time since like two thousand. 15 or 12 or something it's like 11 seasons in yeah um he definitely got his inspiration from that type of voice acting yes so it is definitely a two thumbs up for hit monkey yeah and i'm looking forward to getting back and watching it for sure anything else for you nothing much that's all right well no i think we're good <laughs> so i heard we had a couple messages yeah um I noticed that we did. We had some voicemails left on the phone number. That's awesome. And we will play them for you right now. Yeah, when I'm forced to listen to this podcast, all I can think is, who the fuck names their kid sad? And it's like, nobody has that name ever. And then here I am tonight. Got a pack of basketball cards. Open it up. First freaking card on the deck. Thaddeus Young, and I'm like, who the fuck named their kid Thad? I'm so confused and annoyed as shit by it. Like, God, get a clue. And we're back. What do you think? Uh, it's interesting. Okay. It's okay, man. 
My name is Matthew with one T. Yeah, well. It's, dude, <laughs> have you ever gotten detention because your name's Thad? No. I have gotten detention because my name is spelled with one fucking T. Well, how? I was in music class. This is no joke. I was in music class, sixth grade, and the teacher handed out like a project, and he had my name spelled wrong. He had Matthew on there, yeah. and I just was like, hey, and it was Mr. Gabbard. I was like, hey, Mr. Gabbard, my name's spelt with two T's. And he said, I had you last year, and you spelt your name all year with two T's. Have you? Oh, My man. birth certificate, my license, my social security card, all have Matthew with one T. So since I could write, I spelt Matthew with one T. And I was like, uh, no. He just thought I was trying to be goofy. Yeah. There you go. I'm class clown, so it came back to bite me. <laughs> And I was like, actually, no, it's just spelled with one T, and I don't think I had ever done that ever. And he was like, you know what, just go to the office. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then when I told the principal, he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, Mr. Gabbard said I spelt my name with two T's, and I just told him, no, I didn't. And then he was like, okay, uh, just go sit out in the front office until the buzzer rings, and then go to your next class. <laughs> I never got in trouble, but it was a bullshit thing. Well, I, for one, didn't name myself, so I really can't speak for that. This person really should be talking to my parents. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, you know, here you are. It's Thad, right? Yeah. And Matt with one T. That's right. Fuck him. Maybe uh, that, fuck him. You got that right. Was <laughs> that's, it? Fuck him. That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, before we get started, we got a couple shout outs to make. Yes, we do. Got to give credit where credit is abdubably, abdubably, do-ba-dubly. Go check out Rad Raptor Comic Store in Adrian, Michigan. Jeff and the boys are legit. If you have a beard on your face, I suggest you head over to Facebook and Instagram and check out my friend Mark's beard company. His name isn't actually Mark, but if you have a beard, take care of your face and don't take care of it like a kick to the face be nice to your face i gotta give a shout out to happy hour podcast with mike and tabby and caleb yeah they're sexy yeah we're in talks with getting on the happy hour podcast so uh tune in to them guys and see where it goes we're in cahoots with them yes has anybody heard of cedar box comics no. on instagram well those people, they're legit. They uh, they sent us a gift package, some stuff that we're going to be giving away. Um, maybe just randomly sneak in your address through the dark web and we'll send you comics. All in good fun and uh, part of like some crates. April 13th, they will be going live for the first time around 8 p.m., he said. And what they do is they buy big mega sales and then they're going to sell you some of your favorite comics cheaply good deals also check out hops geek news podcast if you get a chance they're pretty good and finally i want to give a shout out to the last comic shop podcast these guys are the real deal way better than us hey welcome to the last comic shop podcast a comic book podcast that actually talks about comics yep each week we open the shop up and read and discuss a comic Sometimes we pair that up with comic book movies or TV shows. Or not. Lots of times, it's just comic books and sound effects. Oh, yes. Definitely lots of sound effects. So tune in on all the major podcasting platforms to the Last Comic Shop Podcast. Or check out our library of evergreen shows at www.lastcomicshoppodcast.com. Okay, now I'm just going to say we pre-recorded a story for you with Myra earlier this week and we're just going to do a playback for you and I hope y'all enjoy it. We have Matt and Myra here and we're doing a book today. Matt, have you heard of Saga? I um I owned one when I was younger. Yes. Uh, I had Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam. I didn't own NBA Jam, but I did have Mortal Kombat and Batman Forever. Are those sagas? Oh, I thought you said Sega. Oh. My bad. <laughs> I thought... Fuck. Well, uh, saga. I, I've i heard of it. 
Yeah. I've heard of the comic, the graphic novel. Right. I have had it recommended to me multiple times. Never pulled the trigger. Oh, um, man. You missed out because this one's a good one. Lots of tits. I'm always in for that. I mean. Yeah, there's a few. But we're an adult show, so I think our audience can handle it. Yeah, I like, uh, I like the cover. Yeah, check that cover out. Like, you know, she's like dark, mysterious with like, looks like fairy wings or something. Yeah. And then he's like a goat man. He's like a goat boy. Yeah. Well, Myra. <laughs> or like a, a ram. Yeah, he's, he's like a ram. And I'm a Rams fan, so like I'm already starting to like this guy and he's got this fucking pirate blade. I'm digging it. <laughs> well, Myra has read this one and she is doing our narrating tonight. I've read it, but it has been a while. So, we got Myra to do this one for us and it's a it's kind of special because I was saving it for us three. So, this story starts off in the back of a garage with two alien humanoid creatures. The female is on top of a table and she is preparing to give birth. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you didn't do the intro. Am I shitting? It feels like I'm shitting. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> right out the gates. Uh, Why build up? Oh, man. There's not enough liquor and therapy in the world. So he's got his head all up on her skirt, Ski. She's pushing out a child. What's the name of the girl? Alana. Alana? Alana. Spell that backwards. <laughs> Goat Boy's name is Marco. We later find out. Marco? Marco and Alana. Uh, he is grinning and... In between them legs... Considering the situation, it's like, I know he's excited, but it's it's an odd time to grin. It's a little odd. And she is not fucking happy. <laughs> her hair is, like, sweaty and in her face. And uh, she obviously doesn't look real thrilled right now. Straight up not having a good time. No. But she's dilated, people. <laughs> she's dilated. What we have here is your basic run-of-the-mill birth except it is from two aliens with animal parts attached to them i th i thought you said run of the mill like it's regular well i mean i've sat through a couple myself and it's yeah. pretty run of the mill so far yeah i mean i don't recall someone what was the first line can you can you can we revisit that <laughs> can we visit Am I shitting? It feels like I'm shitting. Um, yeah, there you go. I, I don't know what to say, but it's like, that's... That's pretty common. It's pretty common. Uh, yep. But here's where it starts to get a little weird. I don't understand what's going on here. He says, you need a healing spell. We agreed. No shame in managing pain. And then she starts saying, like, that gotcha. it feels good. I don't really want to read this, Matt. I feel like this would be better for you to read. Um... You you know what the healing spell is taking a place of, correct? No. An epidural. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I don't know where I always get the uh medical terminology, but I seem to have it. It's like stored in that two point one two three GPA I was just bragging about. Did he did he actually put a healing spell on her? Got a lot of sleep in high school. No, I don't think so. What she says is It uh huh doesn't hurt at all. It feels good. Okay. Is it sick that <laughs> it feels so good? Oh, man. But there are no guarantees. <laughs> yeah, no. There are no guarantees? <laughs> Fucking pharmaceutical companies, man. They'll always get you. Next page. Quite gory, Matt. Explain it to us. Um, That's a baby covered in placenta. Yeah. With uh, umbilical cord. Very much still intact. And the guy, the guy's crying. I mean, I can understand why he's crying. I got emotional. It's got oh. little hornies. Horn, it's got little horns. It looks like a button buck. Uh, <laughs> we're from the Midwest. Those are those are a thing. Button buck is like when an antler is just like really small on the top of a deer's head and you think it's a fucking doe. And you're trying to fill your doe tag. You shoot it. It's a button buck. But this is a baby. Right. Out of a vagina. 
with little. It's probably why it hurt because she's torrents are tearing up her I, uterus. This dude's <laughs> hands are giant, by the way, too. His hands are like fucking massive. Like her, I have big hands, but that's like fucking mammoth hands right there. Her poor cervix. Does he have fangs too? Goddamn. Yeah. So Myra, what happens immediately after the baby comes out? Tits, man. Oh, he's hungry. It's a she. She's hungry. It says it right there. It's a girl. Oh, well, I didn't see any of the pink balloons and stuff everybody's got going on on fucking <laughs> social media. I didn't see them I don't think bursting they, out. I don't think they had the budget for a gender reveal party. They're in the back of an auto mechanic shop. Really? I commend that. I mean, so it's like one of those places where you can like get your brakes done, get your oil changed, and have a baby. baby. And your brakes still won't be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking Walmart. Goddamn Walmart. You know, real story. Real story. They did the oil in in my car one time, right? And like, I get it, okay? All these guys out there that are like, do your own oil. It's like, listen, you actually save money now going to places and getting your fucking oil done. And you don't have to burn your hand or look for the fucking drain plug and the fucking oil, the s- steaming hot oil. Or okay. somehow pop off the top of your uh, the bolt that's supposed to your drain plug. Yeah, or or struggle to get your fucking you know oil filter off because it's a son of a bitch and it's in like the worst place ever because engineers are fucking assholes. Speaking of you, Thad. Oh. Uh, no. But uh, you know what is it? Is it steak and lube or something like that? Where like yeah. you can go and get food and get your oil changed. This place is like that, except for you can have a kid. Or, like, probably get the COVID-19 vaccine. Who fucking knows? Honestly, you man. You can pull in and be like, um, can I get my air filter changed? And uh, I'll take a smallpox vaccine if you got it. And they're like, done. <laughs> That'll be twenty three eighty four. you know? Honestly, Matt, I think they're having a baby here just because there's a table she can sit on, to be honest. And it's after hours. <laughs> it's well, like I, a Bethlehem situation, you know what I mean? I, there you go. I do, but... <laughs> Because they're kind of self-serve right here. They could still get their oil done if they needed to. Yeah, they could do it. So we turn... Holy, what the fuck is going on right there? So we turn the page, and Marco just has no problems just chewing through the umbilical cord. You know know what he's trying to do, right? Assert dominance? No, you know what he's trying to do. Everybody here knows what he's trying to do. Everybody knows. He's taking one bait off. And he's putting another lure on. Everybody knows you fucking bite the fishing line with your teeth. That's all he's doing. But it's with an umbilical cord. Jeez. Marco, what the hell are you doing? I'm an umbilical. You have a sword. You are wearing a sword. I made a vow, Alana. I'm a father now, not a soldier. That blade is never again leaving my scabbard. What? Yeah. What is a scarab? Scabbard. And then he goes back to the court and says, wasn't expecting this much gristle. (laughs) Nuh-uh. I mean, it's not your five-star steak, I would assume. That's a fucking Rite Aid steak. That's an equate (laughs) Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, they do have a... That's a Dollar Tree ribeye right there. That's a McDonald's ribeye. Once a year it comes out, and it's made with umbilical cords. Eat your heart out, Of alien babies. That sucks. That really fucking... Where's the gristle? Oh, my gosh. He's not joking. Jeez, oh, fucking Pete. Oh, my gosh. And then she's like, oh, you finally got through. You finally got through the gristle. (laughs) Thank God. Because it was gross as fuck watching you do that. (laughs) It was so gross. I can't look at you the same. They're deciding on a name. Gristle. They named the <laughs> Pico. What happened to Beatrice? Beatrice is the name for a good girl. Does this look like your boring good girl to you? It's just Pico means something kind of filthy where I come from. Pico? I don't know. It's like Pico de Gallo. That's what I was thinking. Caliente is kind of hot. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking thing. Well, we don't have to make a final decision until her wing bleeding. And then they go on and talk about, like, eh, this is not what I wanted for my baby, eh, you know? Um, 
personally. But I think this will we'll get deeper into this later in chapters. They don't come back to this in this chapter about a wing bleeding cultural ceremony. There looks to be a lot of shouting. Yeah. Is that because he wants the baby to be named Gristle? Because no. that's my vote. I'd be like, we're naming the baby Gristle. I mean, fucking she was gristly. Is that a word? It is now. When he is attacked. It's just a fucking claw. I thought the claw was fucking Marvel, bro. God damn it. With the fucking shit, the fucking toaster for a head now. Who is this guy? What was that? It was the fucking microphone falling down. I don't know. The grease monkey I paid off swore we'd have this place to ourselves all weekend. Private First Class Alana, you are under arrest for abandoning your post and aiding the enemy. We're dead. We're dead. It's fucking typical corporate America. <laughs> Steady on. That door's made of dragon bone. How long will it take your people to get through? Three minutes? Less if they have a blue blood with them? This is Baron Robot XXIII of the Coalition Forces commanding you to surrender at once. And he does have a hand. He has a, and let's see, Commander um, Baron, Baron Robot. Matt, describe Baron Robot for me, please. What, the guy, the fucking, the red coats are coming with the fucking <laughs> toaster head? Goddamn PVC pipe for an arm? He's like fucking going to change your pipes out. He's a fucking great plumber, shitty robot, dressed like fucking Revolutionary War piece of shit British motherfucker. I mean, Ben Revere was like, fuck, this dude's on the way. And everyone's like, really? Fucking toaster face? Like, It's it, it's Paul Revere. Paul, Him too. They're fucking brothers. <laughs> ben Revere was first on the scene. But, you know, he, he was the guy that liked the party and shit. So he was just up late. And he's like, I'm fucking wasted. I can't talk to the fucking potential president of the United States right now. Paul's like, yo, I could do it. What happened? He's like, I was out, you know, fucking doing laps. Out in the country, getting fucking hammered, dude. Drinking some of that bourbon. I seen a bunch of British people fucking on the way. So, uh, you gotta give the fucking speech. He's like, good. So, Ben Revere was there too. Um, that's not in your history books, but that's. I see. Yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Thank you for the very educational um, history lesson there, Matt. So Baron Robot, he gets through a little bit quicker than expected, and we, we see how quickly Marco turns back into a soldier and wants to fight him, but they have a little spat, and they decide to... Uh... You know, but isn't that so corporate America? She's over here having a fucking baby, and they're like, you left your post. And she's like, no fucking shit. I was giving birth to another living being. Fuck off. And they're like, well... Guess what? We got to fire you. Well, that's... We're not working through a birth. That's a little foreshadowing here, Matt, because... Terrible uh, people. Baron Robot tries to get them to surrender. And Alana says, Suck my hemorrhoids! She does not say that. (laughs) She does. She does not. She does. She doesn't say that, really. I read it. She does say that, really. Yeah. I'm going to lie to myself. It's selective memory loss. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. He's already repressed it. It's already gone. I closed the fucking window on it. Who's the fucking jackass in the jumpsuit with the wings? Yes, the horned people squad show up. They're kind of magical because he's got like a wand and he's got big antlers. And, and a fucking pistol. They're saying saying a different language. They show up. Hey, uh, I'm good at the different language thing. Right, Let on. me see. Alta! Saldato Marco! No. Hi, too. Me about Then me to so men. That was Marco. That's fucking alien shit. Or Spanish. Yes. And if it's offensive to any of our Spanish listeners, all one and a half of them, <laughs> my fucking bad. I don't know what I said. Okay? So uh, I don't have Rosetta Stone on my phone, and I apologize. So we have a standoff between the horned wizards... And Baron Robot and his crew, and Marco and Alana are standing in between the two. Wait, let's just talk about this. The One of the Baron's crew says, Their chaplain's readying a spell! Marco says, My family. 
Central, I need an emergency clearance to engage the wreath contingent off theater. I loved you so much. And they all start blasting. With Alana and Marco in between the two. There's spells going off. There are laser pistols shooting with a baby in the middle. Just letting you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty fucking intense. It's How quick like we forget about the baby. When when you're... Ouch. It, it uh, looks like that guy's spell. Is that a spell? Yeah. Looks like that guy's spell um, cut that person's mouth off. And when you're like, well, how can you cut a mouth off? Well, they fucking did it because they took like from the bottom jaw straight back, straight back. And this monkey, this is my fucking hero back here. This guy. I, think, I mean, I think the monkey was the one that sold him. Oh, okay. Go ahead. But I mean, he looks pretty fucking intense right there. You know, he's like, yeah. And this guy with his fucking bullshit. Whatever he's got going on right there, it's like an eaves trough or something. It's like a fucking eaves spout on his arm. I don't know what that is. It's fucking terrible. What What does he have for an arm? A flashlight. Jesus. <laughs> that makes sense. It's still warm. So <laughs> Somehow, Alana and Marco survive the battle. Do you know what that scene kind of reminds me of? You guys have played Super Smash Brothers Melee. So in Smash Brothers Melee, when you don't have teams set up... And you got people doing shit on one side of you and people doing shit on the other side of you. That's exactly what the fuck happens. You're in the middle and you're trying to block and block and fucking dodge. And it's pretty intense. I don't know how they made it through it. It's like a Royal Rumble. Yeah, we were surprised that they made it through it. They made that like a thing here. Like, wow. Go ahead. So the monkey guy, he's still clinging on to life. And Marco goes up to him and was like, hey. Man, you were the person that was, uh, he's the one who rented them the birthing site for the time. Marco goes to the monkey guy and says, I trusted you. And then the monkey said, like I said, stupid. Where's the fucking banana nut bread when you need it? Now hurry. Before the con, before the constables get here, that grate behind you leads down to the sewers. In here for you. It is what I bought with the cash I got for selling you out. I know it won't make a square, but it's a time of war. And then in the like, what we've learned is that the per the baby is the one who is writing this. Oh. And it's she's having an, an omnipotent like view of the story, even though she doesn't remember it. And they're looking down at the scene where the monkey dies. And then they said, it's a time of war. And then it says, isn't it always? It's an out-of-body experience. The baby's name is Hazel. Fucking no way, Hazel. Dude, that's a legit name. So this is the backstory of where we learn where her parents came from. So the parents met on Cleve, which is where it's she was like born. like Chive, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Like fucking Tinder. So Cleve is the planet that uh, the baby was born on. But we learn that Landfall, the largest planet in the galaxy, is where Alana's from. And then Wreath is Marco's planet. Two different breeds. One's a Mooney. That's what everybody is like. It's the derogatory. Uh, Mooney is like... A derogatory term to the people there. I don't there. fucking like it. Yeah. I don't like it. So Marco was sent to this prison on Cleve and Alana was supposed to be watching over him, but then they ran away. Fucking Moonies. Yeah. And they had the baby on Cleve. So. And there's been a war with these two planets, by the way. Quick question. There's your story. So quick. I got a quick question. What, Mooney? <laughs> now, now this is some real shit over here. Kay? Okay, Mooney. Uh, Alana and Marco, are they moonlighting? You know what I'm saying? So now we're kind of going to like a side cut of this story. We are we are moving to the second 
part of this where... Hey, have you guys ever played Oblivion or Skyrim? You know how they call the Dark Elves the, oh. the Dunmer, right? Like, I always took that as, like, Dark Elves can call other Dark Elves Dunmer, but if you're, like, a fucking high elf, you can't you can't call a Dark Elf a Dunmer, right? So when I play a Dunmer and I get up to a high enough level and I'm in, like, White Run, and you call me a Dunmer, I'm kicking your fucking ass in the middle of the street. Right? Yeah. You guys ever do that? Yeah, no, huh? I like, didn't realize Dunmer was derogatory. I, I don't really think it is, but the way I look at it is, like, Dark Elves can call other Dark Elves like Dunmer, right? Oh. It's like one of those things, right? You're just like, uh, I don't really care for it, but, like, if, you know, a fucking Viking calls the Dark Elf a Dunmer, he's like, the fuck you say to me, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? So, like, I'm busting out my sword, and I'm fucking people up. Fireballs and shit. Dragonborn. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hitting them with a fucking dragon speech. In the middle of the city, guards are pissed. They're yeah. like, why are you fucking people? What are you doing to me right now? <laughs> so we turn the page. <laughs> to a sex scene. Go ahead, Matt. Give us a view. Paint the imagery for us, please. Well, it's a couple of two tube TVs figuring out which channel they're going to play fucking Nintendo on. <laughs> channel three or channel four? Finger smash bros. Not often. Not not often am I lost for words. Once in a while. And I'm lost for words right now. So what the what in the fuck am I looking at? What's the conversation? I I, I Baron Robot's taking a little break here. That's what's going on. I would say this uh, comic book is not rated G. No. What the fuck am I looking at? Tits. I understand that. I am not. I don't mind that. Where are there people with televisions for heads? So if he gets bored while they're doing missionary, he can just change a channel? That doesn't make sense. What? That doesn't make sense. That makes sense to me. Like, oh, damn. This ghost story is boring as shit. I'm going to change it to the animal channel. Hurrah. <laughs> wonder if the Cubs are playing. Oh, yeah. He's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm I'm watching the Cubs. I uh, I mean, I could understand if they're going to turn on like 50 Shades of Grey or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, little uh homage to uh previous podcast. They actually did the comics. Debbie does Dallas. Oh. <laughs> Right. So we come to find out that this is a prequel to the shootout that we saw. The baby in the shootout. Okay. And TV man Baron is interrupted by a crocodile. He's balls deep in this co- and this crocodile comes in and says, sorry to intrude, but Prince Robert IV has a gentleman caller. He says his business was sensitive. Roar. Yes. Are you, like, soaking in the scenery here, Matt, or what? <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's like, okay, is that, that's the, I'm trying, I'm, I'm sorry. He can't clear his head. <laughs> I. That's the thing, is that he, like, she's, like, saying harder, and he's like, uh, I can't. He's like, maybe he's a little incompetent, I don't know. Uh, but sounds like a personal issue. I don't know. He might have ADD or Should've something. Should have tried too. hymns. It's like some "What's my age again?" issue right here, where he they're banging. He can't clearly get something off his mind. Um, and then which is gonna help him or prevent him from getting something else off? Well, we'll we'll get there. So he has some PTSD while he's banging his chick, and uh, he starts walking away. And he is flaccid, by the way. If you guys wanted to know, um, yeah, he's um, he's not doing real well. No, and that's when the croc comes in and gets his attention. And it's stuff. a fucking mob boss crocodile. Actually, hold on, let me look at it. <laughs> Could you guys Animal Planet quit revisiting Alex. the fuck scene? <laughs> Animal. <laughs> and you know what, Thad from 
John Doe 297. <laughs> Fuck your show, man. <laughs> Fuck your show. Please. I'm sick of looking at you, that page. You, hold on. Do you know Animal Planet would, <laughs> oh, would disagree with you? That's yeah. not a crocodile. That's an alligator. Oh, shit. You can tell by the wideness of his head. I see. You could tell. If you watch enough fucking National Geographic, so- that's a fucking alligator. Okay. Yeah, it's not a caiman. It's not a crocodile. It's got him alligator. It's not a gariole. And it's not an areola. <laughs> it's none of those things. Okay. Baron, he is summoned by Special Agent Gale. Who's this guy? It's Winged Man. He's just some entitled prick that has wings and is high up that can tell people what to do. I'm kind of thinking he looks fucking cool, though. Yeah. He does look kind of cool. He's got kind of like the mysterious, like, suave. Maybe he, you know, he got to where he was because he was working hard. He's the big bad. He is? Yes. This dude's the bigger. But Baron seems to be the enforcer, and he is the order giver. He's not a big bad. He's five foot three, hundred and nine pounds. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know. Well, he's got to be able to fly himself places. Yeah, that's true. Unless his bones are hollow, that's a good point. Right. <laughs> so he goes through the whole story of how Alana and Marco met on a planet. Marco is a wreath spy, and at first they assumed that Marco kidnapped Alana. But they come to find out they have surveillance footage that actually they have rings on and Alana is pregnant. I thought that was a zoom in of a tit grab. I'm like, wow, that really isn't necessary. So there's a boob grab, right? It's pretty close. Yeah. It's like a a boob brush. (laughs) It's like a oops. So. Yeah, exactly. It was. You know, semi-intentional. He, you know, right? Because he's kind of got the like. What's he gripping right there? Nothing. But there's boob in the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's kind of, you know, he's kind of got the fucking okay. GI Joe kung fu grip. <laughs> the real, <laughs> the the real message of this page, Matt, is that Baron, the GI Joe kung fu grip. No, I knew it. <laughs> Baron is tasked with apprehending Alana and Marco. By Special Agent Gale, winged boy. The Gale Weathers of the fucking Scream universe? Special Agent Gay. Gale. That's Gale. Fucking, that's Courtney Cox. Gale. Courtney Cox. It's Gale Weathers. Yeah. Agent Dewey. That's Painter's Tape. So, so Monkey had given them a map, and we cut to Alana and Marco following the map in the sewers. The monkey told him to go in the sewers. So they start walking down there, and Alana's like, hey, he gave us this map. We should, you know, go buy it. He said that it'll find a rocket ship so they can get off this planet. And horny boy Marco, he's like, I don't think we should follow that whatsoever. We should just lay low and keep moving. And she's like, "Uh, I don't know. This could be a a start for our our babies. Wait, what's, what's that? What is that? Are they sharing a fucking burrito? What the fuck is that? No, that's the that's map. the map. Oh, okay, I digress. She is not happy. Oh, she is not. Even if spaceships did grow on trees, where would we take one? There's no escaping this war. It's poison every last inch of the galaxy. Then we find another galaxy. I've heard about draft dodgers getting offered a sanctuary. We're not draft dodgers. There's a difference. Face it. Our only choice is to lay low and stay out of trouble. We have a family to think about. Don't you ever say those words to me. Sorry, but we have a family to think about now is the rallying cry of losers. My old man threw his life away working a job he hated so he could take care of his family. In the end, it just turned him into a monster who treated us like crap the few times he ever was around. So what do you want, Alana? I want to show our girl the universe. And then you see Hazel's omnipotent view saying he just couldn't say no to her. So they go to the spaceship? What's the blue light? 
That's yes. his magical powers. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. This, this whole, like... Those guys have some sort of magic or something there. The goat people? Yeah, the goat people. Do they have a name? I think their planet is Wreath, but I they're Moonies. So they're, like, Wreaths? Um, Who knows? I don't know. They're the Moonies from Wreath. Oh, man, there's a lot of slander. Wreath is a moon for the big one. That's a lot of slander being slung around. Yeah, Mooney. <laughs> you see... <laughs> Fuck your show, Thad. <laughs> you see this picture? Yeah. It's like, to me, it sums up exactly what the entire comic so far has been about. I don't know why that is. Yeah. He has that look on his face like, fine, I'll do what you want. Magic, darkness <laughs> in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, it's like an all-encompassing image. He's whooped. I wouldn't even say that, but he's like, look, we're about to do what you want to do. I'm not really sure about it. I'm just trying to keep you happy, but I am fucking magical as fuck over here. He has deeply ingrained happy wife, happy life into his brain because he doesn't care. Well, because of the panel on the left, because I've mean, seen that panel on the left in that, real life. Not good. You're doing what she says. Not good. So we cut to a person who is walking through some caves, tunnel, smoking yeah. smoking a cigarette Jesus, with a big-ass cat. It looks like a Siamese cat. It's a bat cat. It's like fucking... Pretty ugly. That That's the kind of cat that Batman would genetically make in the fucking bat cave. No hair. It's hideous. And it knows what you're thinking. Look at it. It's looking at the reader, and it's like, I know what you're thinking. Actually, that's pretty interesting like, that you say that. Here. I pick up on things. I don't know what it is. So he walks into this big-ass tunnel. Holy shit. Look at that animal. That looks like that's not an the mouth of a vagina. Look at that. Doesn't it? Explain that. I can't. There's the clip. Usually it's in the dark. I can feel my way around. But typically, you don't get a first-hand look. Well, he finds the G-spot real quick. Yeah, I bet he does. And this thing... He's got a kid, people. It blows fire. It's like a dragon almost, but its it's got the fingers of like a human, but it's like 10 times bigger. It's got the mouth of a vagina. It's got some horns. It's got and some chlamydia. yellow eyes. Yep. Um, <laughs> And it starts shooting fire, and this guy's like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this thing. And he takes... A Him too. He takes an entire like satchel of gunpowder and uh -huh. throws it in its mouth and explodes the entire animal. That was pretty badass. I got nothing to say. I'm going to sit here silent for a little bit. And I'm going to try to digest what the fuck I just seen. <laughs> so now this unicorn lady comes out. What the fuck? Look at her. You guys She's just won't give me a break, will you? My brain's like, what? What happened? What? What happened? I, I do like this so far. Unicorn lady. She says... You're the man they call Will? Talking to the man in the cape. I'm Vez. You're hired. Hold on. Hold on. May I? You wasted a beautiful creature on that. On an audition? I don't give a fuck who you are. My union rep is gonna... Ha! <laughs> she puts up like a deflector, like, uh... It's a fucking block button in Smash Brothers Melee. L2, R2. Yep. If you do it and you hit the joystick, you roll. How you looking? Bad enough I have to taste your language in my mouth. I don't need it burrowing into my ears. For the record, I detest freelancers. Then why the hell did you call one? Because the man I want you to find shares your appalling sense of moral relativism. His name is Marco. The Tablet of Prophecy has just revealed that he'll soon be responsible for the deaths of millions of innocent souls. <sighs> I'm sorry, did your animal just call me a liar? She's not an animal. She's a lying cat. Her kind isn't big on ornamentation, so I'd keep it plain. Plainly then. <laughs> on the planet Cleave, foot soldier Marco has chose to renounce his oath and betray the narrative by fraternizing with the enemy combatant. 
to protect the troop morale, my superiors want both Marco and his whore eliminated by a discreet subcontractor before the word of their coupling spreads to the rank fields. If you're not handing out wanted posters, that could take time. Just because your lovebirds are on cleave now doesn't mean they'll stay there. Which is why we're keeping on retainer. This white card... It's a credit card. ...will cover all expenses for the duration of your job. Not exactly incentive to finish fast. Which is why you're not the only freelancer we hired. Or am I lying about that cat? <laughs> and I think that's all the narrating we have to do. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you guys notice something? fucking cat was a menace bro it was gonna piss on your couch and you couldn't do shit about it yeah a it was gonna take a one. shit outside of the cat box and when you yeah. go in there and you're like what the fuck <laughs> it was just gonna go and lick itself and not give two fucks about what you had to say well this turd would be about as big as a watermelon that's why it would do it outside the cat box <laughs> yeah yeah it's going fuck you my mom's cat, whenever it gets bored, it likes to play soccer with its turds. So you'll just hear it in the in the shoe, just like uh, smacking around a, a turd. That's kitty motherfucking witty. That's the cat I'm talking about. Got you. Yep. There you go. So it's just playing fucking soccer with turds. Yep. Yeah. It's playing fucking <laughs> rugby with a f- piece of shit. It's the only player. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, hey, guys, what's up? You want to play some fucking 10-yard fight? And they're all like... Uh, no, not with a fucking turd, bro. And it's like, you know, it's not fucking happy that you declined its invitation so, to play well, backyard football with a ball well, of shit. What we get out of this is Marco is that he has got a bounty on him because she has witnessed him killing many innocent people in the future and hired Will and other bounty hunters to find Marco and Alana also. But here's the one thing, though. This is important. She says that the tablets of prophecy are the reason why. Right. So she's saying that in the future, he will kill a bunch of innocent people. He hasn't yet. That's correct. That shit can't stand up in court. (laughs) It can't stand up in court. Well, that cat don't buy it. Well, the cat ain't gonna buy it. The cat don't give no fucks. I mean, it don't give no shits either inside of its cat box. It gives them out out of the cat box. But it don't give no shit. So we cut back to Marco and Alana. They are now following the path of the map that they were given. The map. Marco. The map. The map. The map. The map. It's the map. (laughs) It is the map. I don't know where backpack is. I think she has a fanny pack. Fanny pack, fanny pack. It's a European In the fanny female that's bag. loaded up with... That's all I got. I, I don't know. So they start walking, and they're looking for a bridge, and they come up to this opening. They're like, oh, hey, look, there's a clearing. And then they look down and realize it's a giant war. Give us an imagery uh, snapshot here. Okay. They come across a battle. So you have a giant tortoise with the neck of a bronchiosaurus. Yeah. Fighting a water bug that's in shallow water in your local lake you visit in the summer. You visit that lake in the summer. And when, <laughs> when you go to the water line early in the morning, you're like, goddamn water bugs. That times 100. <laughs> right. It's, fly- it's flying around. And it is fighting a bronchiosaurus tortoise mixture. I-, I don't know what's behind it, but it's like a fucking... It's a scarab, again with the scarab, and it's a scab. It's both. It is ready to rip your fucking flesh off. And there, there's laser eyes, and there's a lot of fire. It's a whole splash page. I love it. I love it. I was just looking down here. It looks like moths, giant moths. Like when you think of a moth, you think of like a fucking a bug that's like the size of a golf ball. No, these are the size of like fucking Volkswagens. Okay, these right. are huge. For people in Saga world, this is an awesome battle. This is Saga. Yeah. Animal fucking big things. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, there's people everywhere. Yeah. There's people everywhere. Okay, listen, people of Saga world. 
PSA, public service announcement. There is a giant tortoise with a dinosaur neck. And there is also a giant water bug that somehow learned how to evolve from water to air. And is a million times bigger. It is time to get the fuck into the hills. It is time to head to the high ground. It is time to hide. Because a motherfucker could stumble and step on half of your tribe. And you guys are just gathered around underneath its feet. Cheering it on. Yeah, go tortoise. Guess what? Stumble. Crush. Half of your family's gone. Probably three quarter, if not seven eighths of your family. Gone. Okay. That is an accurate representation. Yeah, I wouldn't be under there. I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing just sitting underneath the fucking turtle? Why are we underneath the turtle? There's mountain ranges all around us. Can we just go to the mountain range? Can we go where there's not laser eyes and fucking flames coming out of Mothras and shit? Can we just, can we go? Can we just, (laughs) mom and dad, and they're like eating popcorn. You know, it's like Indian corn heated up over a fucking campfire. It's kind of shitty. It's always fucking burnt. But they're like, we're enjoying the show. And I'm like, I'm not enjoying almost dying every fucking 15 seconds. I'm ready to go to the high hills. Are you guys ready? And they're like, this is how we survived. And I'm like, I'm starting to question that. (laughs) Starting to wonder if that, how did we survive? If we just sit underneath this giant animal's feet all the time and watch it battle. I can't do this anymore. I can't. We have two more pages, man. Bear with us. I can do one more page. I got one more page in me. Okay, so let's shorten this up then. (laughs) No, it's a joke. Okay. I'm here for the long haul. So the main thing is that she sees this fight, and she's like, this makes me want to quit everything that we've already done. Like Done. I, I don't want to go any farther. And now Marco is the one who's saying, Alana, you were right. The bridge might be down, but it's exactly where the map said it would be. Maybe that means our rocket ship is there too. All we have to do is find an alternative route. She says, It's not a traffic jam, Marco. He says, No, but you and I have survived the worst scraps together. And this time, we have something else on our side. It looks down at the baby, and he says, We have hope. I thought her name was Hazel. We'll get there. If you think I'm calling my daughter that, I want a divorce. Holy shit. That escalated quickly. Seriously? Too corny? Well, I do like something with an H. We're getting close. It's on the tip of my tongue. My goat tongue. (laughs) Oh, she likes his goat tongue. That's for sure. Uh, they get really close, and then this is the main thing, is she states the omnipotent person that is writing it. says, my name is Hazel. I started out as an idea, but I ended up with something more. Not much more, to be honest. It's not like I grow up to become something great, war hero, or any sort of all-important savior. But thanks to these two, I get to grow old. Not Everybody does. That's foreshadowing because that is above the parents. That's correct. And Alana and Marco give each other a big sloppy kiss. The end. What do you think, Matt? What do you think, Myra? We need ratings. It's definitely out there. Out there and up there. It's up and out. Yep. A lot of it was up and in. Yeah, there's a lot of penetration in this. A lot of fucking sex. Lots of titties. So that makes it an automatic 10 out of 10. I saw tits. Multiple tits. Multiple. They're all Several good. Several areolas. Looking. Very perky, yes. Nice. Um, no saggy tits. That would turn me off right away. You know, I wouldn't read another okay. page. They're I wouldn't okay. read another page if I saw some saggy tits in this. I wouldn't have minded some saggy tits on the TV later. Gotta give him a chance. <laughs> that Baron was fucking banging. <laughs> would have been funnier. She could have those little, those uh, big ass sock titties that hang down to her knees. That's a two. I wasn't going that far. <sighs> so perky tits. At least it's a five. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I just witnessed. I'm not sure. What... Perky ticks and flaccid dick. Let's go. Ten out of ten. <laughs> okay, I got a question, Matt. Have we enticed you to read chapter two? So here's something that we we did not touch on. 
No, so, we touched on a lot of things. No, 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 no. They and touched on a lot of things. Yeah, they did too. But in the first picture, there is a picture while she's, you know, breastfeeding and stuff. She's also holding a gun that she got from the Baron guy and his crew. And it's called a heartbreaker. It's not a gun that kills people. It's not lethal, but it, it makes people sad. I think that is also foreshadowing that she will use it one day. That's correct. This is the iconic image of the whole saga. This is the um, cover of Saga 1. Alana breastfeeding with a gun and Marco <laughs> with his fucking sword and scabbard. I love that cover. I do too. It's I, straight up badass. Like she, She's got some hotness. Okay, green's my favorite color. She's rocking it. She's got the wings. I can dig it. The hair... Yeah, I mean, it's not a fucking mohawk. She looks like that one lesbian chick off of Orange is the New Black that everybody went crazy over. It's Rose. I think I've seen some episodes. Uh, don't remember going crazy over. Do I like this? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do I do like this. I do like this. It's fucking super out there. But so am I. I'm, like, super out there. The art is fucking on point. For sure, the art is on point. Some weird shit, and I get it. It's kind of like sci-fi thriller kind of fucking. They're supposed like, to be aliens, and I think they represent that well. There's two TV-headed yeah. people. <laughs> fucking. Yes, and then there's that. Penetrating. We don't know which hole. I'm not sure. They covered that up. Yeah, it could be auxiliary. It could be a cable. It could be the fucking HDMI. <laughs> Preferably HDMI. You know where I'm, where I'm at. I you think know, they're going. getting a little oxing going on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> pretty soon it's going to be Wi-Fi, and they're just not even going to have to have physical interaction. They're just going to, you know, do like what they did in Demolition Man. You mean have <laughs> yeah. sex the old way? And he's like, "Have you seen yourself?" Like, yes, absolutely, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> okay, the three shells. Ah, fuck, shit-ass, bitch, fuck, fuck, you know, and then he's got toilet paper. Right. Saga is the best thing I've read that is weird just to be weird. There's some things that can't pull that shit off, but this one can. I dig it. Yeah. Um, I, I know, like, we have fun with this shit, but, like, this is well put together. It's written well. It's It's weird. It's suspenseful. It's got yeah. just enough action where it's not just action-based or dialogue-based. Dialogue-based is so fucking boring to me. It's like, okay, yes, I enjoy reading, yeah. but if I wanted to read, I would read a book. This is a comic book. I want to see some art along with the dialogue, so I need a good balance of both. Um, I kind of like that they got a, like a Romeo-Juliet situation going on where like they're make, they make him... They paint him out to be like this bad person, but all we see of him is like he's becoming this this loving father. Yeah, and the Romeo and Juliet saga is based on what families? The Montagues, Montagues and Capulets. The Moonies. Um, sure, and them too. I don't recall them being in the movie, but you're talking two point one two three. Um, what do I give this? Seven three. Seven yep. three, seven three. I was gonna go seven five. You know what? I'm feeling saucy. Seven five. That's kind of where I was looking too. I was gonna say at least a seven, almost an eight. That's good. That's good. On a drunker night, you'd have given it a ten, but we will take a seven five. Man, man, this <laughs> kind of surprised me with this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I do dig what they got going on. Right. I do too. I do too. And I'm rooting for them. And they have 55 issues already. Can you believe that? Yes. This isn't 2018. That's a novel. We definitely need to catch up. Right. So we got a 7.5 on the issue. That's pretty good. I'm I'm happy. I think our narration did it for him. You guys killed yeah. it. You guys yeah. are phenomenal. You make me feel comfortable. Thanks, man. Mooney? Um, <laughs> yo, no problem. Gunmer. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Oh, shit. <laughs> A couple of fucking dicks. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, we are Making Nerds Cringe with Matt, Thad, and Myra. Like, subscribe. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. And we have a TikTok. Twitter. And a Twitter. Yes, check us out on Twitter. 
And a burner phone. Don't be afraid to call. That's right. 419-403-8805. With all of your bullshit, please tell us how bad we suck. That's right. How much we are good, those ain't going to come. Also, complain to us about whatever <laughs> random shit you feel like wasn't covered in the comic. Yeah. Or that we did cover too much. I had a guy at work, he said something about some shit, and I was like, please call the line. Complain. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He we missed something, I bet. Well, it was just one of those random tangents. He was, may I? Yeah, go ahead. It, go so ahead. he was talking about Magneto being able to control Thor's hammer. And I was like, oh. bro. I was like, bro, call. And he was like, what is it? Fucking heads or tails? Is it fucking just some random bull? Like, he was, like, legit upset. He was like, what? I mean, hey. can he or can he not? Like, because he can do it through his mutant power, but it's magic. Like, right. where's the boundary? And I'm like, please call us. Right. Please, do please it. leave that shit. Please make it vulgar. This is only our interpretation of what we're reading. And that's what it is. So we don't catch everything. We look at something, and it's what it is. And we spit it out on Mike. I think he was saying that in rebuttal to, like, um, Magneto being able to, like, control like cap shield and and wolverine you know because wolverine's covered in animantium and stuff like that so he was like what about thor's hammer and i'm like oh fuck didn't even think about it yeah when we do get back to battle world we'll, we will keep that in mind and we are going back to battle world at some point we are for sure <laughs> for sure at some point hey we're making nerds cringe peace out get it get it peace out girl scout <laughs> Samoas are the best. It's the Samoas. Say, we, can't we can't touch everything like Baron, but let us know. Catch you on the flip side.